Beats, new season, same cast of characters on What's Up Well. And Paul, Happy New Year. You too, Mark. So as has become customary, our first guest of the season is Mayor Frank Campion, who uh, we will chat with today. Amongst other things, we'll take a quick look back at 2023, what's ahead for this year, whether or not he has any New Year's resolutions. I know I do, uh, as at least as it pertains to this particular episode, but I'll share that later. What about you, Paul? Any uh, resolutions for this year, podcast or otherwise? Podcast is have as much fun with the show as we possibly can. We are at season three. We know what we're doing. So yeah, with we? our, <laughs> I'm going to say we do with our conversation. Fake it till you make it. Just digging in to find the enjoyment in every possible moment we can because I feel like we know how, I, I feel like we know how to run the show. So let's have a blast doing it. All right. Well, let's get to it then. So as always, we're here to kick off another season with uh, a familiar guest who kicks off every season with us. That's Mayor Frank Campion. Mayor Campion, Happy New Year and thanks for joining us. Well, Happy New Year to you and uh, Paul as well. And uh, looking forward to a fantastic 2024. I just have to remember to put down 2024 whenever I'm signing my checks. Yes. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah, that muscle memory will uh, probably around March yeah. is when that muscle memory kicks in. Uh, but... 2024, which we will get to uh, in a second, but just before we do, let's take a quick look back at 2023. Yes. Uh, just kind of a, a quick over, overview of the year that was, any particular highlights or accomplishments that you'd like to highlight that maybe set the tone for the year that is uh, in front of us? Yeah, well, you know, it went by so fast, it's hard to remember what happened. It was kind of a, a blur, but there's some significant things that happened. I think... Uh, one of the major things that's going to help us address uh, the homeless issue is that, you know, we had did uh, have a, um, what do we call it, advisory committee, uh, affordable housing advisory committee, which uh, has come back with recommendations and we've actually approved a, a CIP, uh, Community Improvement Plan, which provides financial incentives to people to um, you know, build and operate uh, affordable housing. So I think that's significant. And one of the things that I've noticed from that is there's quite a bit of an uptake on that. A lot of people are very interested in it. And I, so I think we're on our road to being able to get some affordable housing here. And I think this, the other thing was significance was uh, allocating a million dollars for the hiring or the, the attraction of uh 10 family physicians. Uh, so far, we've got two, and there are quite a few of them in the pipeline. It's become a very popular thing with people who are trying to build clinics in our community, uh, often associated with um, pharmacies. So you know, I, I think we're going to see a lot of success along those lines as well. And uh, I think it's a significant. I don't know um, that it really has a huge impact, but you know, the strong mayor powers, which are somewhat controversial, but uh, when you look at what's happened with those really, uh, haven't really used them much except to appoint a CAO, which I uh, did in order to get that done instead of waiting for six months to try to do that. Also saving a, a lot of money, about 30 grand in, in, um, hiring somebody to help us do that. So uh, I think that's the significant thing. And, um, you know, happily at the end of the year, we came up with a budget for 2024 that I, I believe is a reasonable uh, number. So those are the things that really stick out in my mind, unless you can think of something else that I haven't <laughs> thought of. <laughs> well, I mean, I think you did play really well to the highlights and still going along that path a bit. So in addition to speaking to the significant moments of 2023, would you say there were any 
from 2023 and leading into this new year, any learning opportunities that you're going to take from how things played out last year, and that's going to inspire what this year ahead is looking like? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was a great question. Um, you know, well, I think there's a lot, there's, we're always learning something. So every time we do something, uh, you know, it's kind of a continuous improvement from my perspective. You know, I was in industrial marketing for quite some time in my life. And that's one of the things that was a big focus of uh, dealing with marketing and assisting companies is that continuous uh, improvement component. So I think we learn from everything that we do. Uh, I think the budget process was fairly smooth, but I think we can uh, make that smoother as far as, um, you know, the budget process goes. And, and I think, you know, looking at even the physician uh, recruitment, you know, we're learning as we go along. We're starting to identify that some of the issues related to the attraction is where are we going to host these physicians? And so, I, you know, that's a learning thing that's going to carry on into the new year, uh, finding those locations and finding opportunities for people to be able to, you know, ha have clinics here. And you know, it's, it's, it's about where can these people go? And that's we're getting an awful lot of requests from people asking, you know, you know, do you have land we'd like to build or, you know, are there buildings we can uh, get into? So I think that's one of the things that we've got going. So one of the, I'll say, hot topics in Niagara, especially as the, as the new year kicks off, is the governance review. It's something that's been talked about uh, certainly for as long as I've been in municipal government. Probably something that even precedes your time as an elected <laughs> official. It seems to be a conversation that has always gone on. Right. Can well, you, <laughs> thoughts, opinions, whatever you want to share about governance review, yeah. uh, go ahead. <laughs> that, that, well, yeah, so that's, uh, you know, um, something that has been going on as long as I've been in politics. So that goes back to 1990, and I believe the, um, the region was formed in the mid-70s. I don't know the exact time frame for that, but uh, certainly early on, either in the 90s, uh, I believe it was in the 90s, one of the first things that we I did as a counselor was get into this review process. And it's, it's a big circle. We're back to where we were before. They're talking about three municipalities, four municipalities, amalgamations to one municipality. So the same conversation is happening. Uh, and we look at, you know, it's almost 30 years ago. Um, and so I think with the, this review that's going to happen, that is happening, uh, you know, I don't think that it's necessarily uh, a good, well, it's definitely not a good idea to go to a single municipality. That's not how, the best way to operate for a lot of reasons, but more importantly, uh, it's more streamlined <laughs> with more municipalities. Take our municipality as an example, the city of Welland. Uh, we process building permits very, very quickly, and it's not everybody does that, but I think if we amalgamate into one municipality, uh, the red tape and the bureaucracy gets bigger and slower. So uh, that's one of the things. As I say, I'm not in favor of a single municipality. I kind of think that the two-tier municipalities work. Um, you know, we have county uh, systems and we have regional systems. They work. It, but what we have here in Niagara is we've got to fix it up a bit. It needs to be reviewed uh, and who does what. And I think that's really where the government started out going. And I'm not sure where they're going now, but 
it's a matter of how do we how do we make the system better and one of the first things that and i've said this since way back in the 90s is we need to get planning away from the region and exclusively to the lower area municipalities because we know our municipalities best and again it ends up in a bureaucracy once we if we when we're sending materials to the uh the uh, region it just slows down the process and so i think that's that would be a major improvement and i think the other part of it is you know if they're concerned about the number of politicians i you know i get it you don't save a lot of money uh, by reducing number of politicians but you do increase the speed at which you can get things done so if the government's really serious about this it's really just a stroke of a pen going back and saying if you have a municipality of under 100,000 here's the maximum number of of uh of politicians, your councillors that you can have, and then you know stage it based on population uh, in a general way, uh, and I and I think they could significantly reduce the number of politicians, as I say, not to save money, but maybe to make things more efficient. Do you think just uh, you know staying along the same vein, once this review is done, do you think it'll be put to bed, or do you think that this is just going to be kind of another? chapter in the long book of governance review here in Niagara? Well, if I'm going to look at experience over the years, <laughs> I'm not sure that anything's going to happen other than I think there is a real desire to um, identify who should be doing what. And, and that's never really been explored to any great detail. It was more a matter of one municipality, three municipalities, four municipalities. I think what we need to be looking at is what are we going to do better? How are we going to do that better? So any result that comes out of that may be very, very helpful. Um, and uh, as I say, I think we could carry on the way we are uh, with the number of municipalities, unless there are some municipalities that would rather join with a larger municipality. So one last point, and I think it's the smallest one on that governance review thread. Uh, and, I mean, you just mentioned that the, the who does what component is relatively new. So you've been on the periphery or in the middle of this conversation for 30 years if it's typically been that same conversation that comes up and then gets put aside and then comes up again, is that um, who does what piece? Is that the newest voice or is that that newest add to the table right now? And then yeah. as this plays out, it plays out. Uh, it's fairly new. I mean, it goes back to the previous, uh, you know, I think every year that I've been the mayor, they've been talking about doing this <laughs> review. Uh, so it's it's not really new, but it has been happening over the last couple of uh, terms. And it seems to be, you know, there's a lot of talk about it. Let's do this. Let's, how are we going to partner and share services and all those sorts of things? And then they disappear Um those those conversations really kind of dry up until the next uh, announcement of a review comes forward, and then all of a sudden we're all going to get involved in you know how we're going to share services. So I, th I think it's time to it's not so much shared services, allocation of services. I think is is more significant unless we're talking about smaller municipalities where they maybe can't afford certain services where they they for we could share them uh, and maybe um, you know sort of uh, make it affordable. But I really do think it's more allocation of who's doing what. And uh, if anything comes out of this, I'm hoping that's it. So if we are going to pull focus from the, the regional governance review and really look at City of Welland, what are those prospects here for the year ahead, for even beyond the year ahead? Commercial, residential, just what what is that looking like 
for you in the seat you're in, in the council chambers. Right. So exclusive of the uh, governance review. Yeah. So, you know, I think they're, I mean, housing seems to take care of itself. I mean, we don't actively go out and try to attract more housing. It just is happening in our municipality. It's happening in Niagara. So it's a matter of ensuring that, you know, we're, we are doing the planning properly, ensuring that we can, we have the facility and staff to be able to process, uh, these, uh, how, you know, the uh, building permits. And I can tell you so far, we are amongst the very few municipalities. I haven't looked at the numbers recently, but very, very few municipalities are meeting their targets, uh, or have met their targets for 2023. We've actually at 200% of our target. And so people say, well, you know, what's the big deal about that? Why don't you just uh, try to shoot for 100%? The reasoning is because a lot of the development that's being proposed particularly in affordable sectors, uh, we, the de- development uh, charges are not applicable. And so we're having growth, but we don't, we're not getting the de- development charges to fund that growth through, you know, parks, uh, uh, you know, all sorts of infrastructure. So what this does is, and that's the major reason that I actually wanted to get the strong air powers, because then it enables us to to agree to a target and then exceed the target, and then we will get paid for that. So there's there a billion, I forget the number, but there's quite a substantial amount of money available, and it's based on performance. And we're certainly overperforming, and so we will get the money that we need. Not that it's a competition, as I always say, <laughs> but we're going to win. So uh, probably said that four times on the show already. But um, who's counting? Who's counting? <laughs> yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah. You had some other stuff to get through in there, Paul, but I can't remember what it was. No, I think that pretty well, pretty well covered it. Paul doesn't remember either. He has not all his coffee <laughs> yet this morning. Uh, so, Mr. Mayor, just uh, you know, bringing things to let's let's say a lighter uh, kind of air to the show right now. Just do you have any uh, resolutions for twenty twenty four? Are you a resolution making kind of guy? Yeah, I, for years and years, I've made a resolution not to make a resolution. So uh, <laughs> that's been consistent for for. Decades. So you've stuck to it. That's right. One of the few yeah. people who actually sticks their That's resolutions. Right. Impressive. Pretty, pretty straightforward. Yeah, I, I, I have not. But um, you know, if I did, it would be you know, promote peace and love and joy amongst the uh, world kind of thing, you know, that's, but that's not nothing that we can really handle on our own. But certainly if I had a wish for what's going to happen during the year, you know, I, I hope some of these uh, wars and the, you know, would be resolved peacefully. And it's kind of seemed to have escalated in the last couple of years. And it'd be nice for that to sort of deescalate again. Now, what about for the city of Welland? If you had a, a resolution that you would offer to the the, the residents here in the city, what, what would you like to see from them this year? Or what would you encourage them to do? Whether it's try something new, a new program, check out one of our facilities. What would you, what would you encourage them to do in 2024 in the city? Well, I think there are a few things. One of the things that I would like to see more often is I would encourage people to actually go to our website and use that as a as a tool or an opportunity to, to know what's going on in the municipality. Um, you know, it, it's basically provides a lot of news, but it also provides a lot of information as to what's happening, what's going on. Uh, and it, you know, a lot of people can't get on the internet, but I think it's something that really should be used as much as possible because that's where you find out the truth of what's going on and you find out, you know, what 
projects are happening that might impact you. So I think it's important for people to make an effort to find out as opposed to waiting for somebody to just throw, you know, tell them about it. They, they, I think I would get them, ask them to get actively involved in your community and find out really what's going on. There's lots and lots of wonderful things going on and other things that you might not like. So it'd be, the more informed you are, the better. And again, the, you know, part of that is, like as you say, we... Participate in, we have a lot of offers as a municipality. We've got, you know, parks, we've got trails, we've got uh, rentals, all, all sorts of things. Use those things. I mean, they're there, they're fun, and they're very successful. So I think it's important for people to know what those offerings are and to participate in them. And not only just to use them, but communicate with us about them, because the more we know about how they're being used, where those areas of improvement are, they will only get better for... For people, and it just drives them that much more involvement and active participation with the city. Mr. Mayor, it's always that little bit of a toss in the air as to who has the last word on these episodes. So I've just given up and I'll let Mark do it. <laughs> yeah, and yeah my, my New Year's resolution was to let the mayor have the last word. Well, who's going to win? It's a stalemate. <laughs> if all eyes are on me, then. Mr. Mayor, thank you so much for joining us on the inaugural episode of Season 3. You are certainly going to be back at multiple points this year. So this is not a thanks. This is a until next time. Yeah, I I appreciate the opportunity. I do want to point out to anybody that's listening, uh, you guys are doing a great job with this. And it's something fairly new for us. So congratulations to both of you on this initiative. And I think it's uh, a wonderful opportunity for people to hear uh, what's going on. So there is no better way to end any of our episodes than with a resounding thanks to our guest. And today, Mayor Frank Campion, thank you so much for taking time out of your morning to join us for this conversation. And this is the first of many that we will have this year. In this case, we did a little look back at 2023, some forecasting for 2024, and who knows what our next chat will be about. But of course, you will be an engaging guest that time. And to catch any of the Mayor's previous conversations with us, all of his and any of our future conversations, go to engagewellin.ca slash podcast and keep checking out that spot because we're going to drop an episode a week at least for the rest of this year. And we've got some great guests in store. 